Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! All right, welcome in. Tuesday edition, Three Dudes with a View. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Are you out there, Mr. York? I'm out here. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Maybe you ought to start your video there. We can't see you. Um, can't see me? No. The. Uh, all right. We've got... Uh, Let's see. Is Ron Hart with us this morning? Ron, I'm here. here. I'm Good here. morning, Ron. Native son, favorite son of Columbia, 1977 graduate, Columbia Central High School. And Seth Campbell is still with us uh, because uh, the schools are still closed. And uh, uh, Seth, I think the I think the children are going crazy around around the county. Oh, yeah. Just, I, I think the children, the parents, I mean, you could ask Clayton how he's feeling. I think we're all ready to get back into a routine. A um, couple of days was cool, you know, but but about mid last week, I started, I started, I'm ready to go back. I'll be happy to go back tomorrow. And again, y'all said. Yeah, it, can, it can't stay much longer. Right now, my grandson's, you know, he's falling back in school. His favorite, his favorite color is, is the number three. So I don't, I don't know. Let's work it out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, the uh, and of course, folks. Seth, I, I think most of you know by now, is a teacher at Mount Pleasant High School, and so we have the privilege of having him with us when school is out. And so uh, the storm has has allowed Seth to join us, and we appreciate that. Jerry Bridenbaugh. Thanks for having me. Glad to have you. Jerry Bridenbaugh, member of the Murray County Commission, chair of the Murray County Republican Party. Good morning, Jerry. Good morning, everybody. If, if I could real quick interject a PSA, because if I don't do it now, I'll forget it. Go for it. But the county commission meeting last week as a result of the deep freeze was canceled. I think everybody pretty much knows that by now. Right. Um, but it has or was rescheduled for this coming Thursday, January the 25th. So the meeting, the county commission meeting will go on, uh, albeit delayed, but it'll be this Thursday. Uh, uh, and as a result of that, the Murray County Republican Party monthly meeting that normally would occur that night has been postponed, uh, and we are working to establish a date and uh, hope to have our, our county or our state legislators there with us to uh, introduce or to talk to us about the uh, upcoming legislation um, in in the House and the Senate that's important to the state and to Murray County. So just to let everybody know, the County Commission will meet uh, on Thursday night, and the Murray County Republican Party will meet, although that date has yet to be determined. All right. Y'all, and it's 46 degrees this morning on my gauge. What a difference a day makes. Golly, and our, our water, we've, we our water's been frozen up here at the station for almost a week now. We've had no water. Now we've, we've got water this morning. It's it's all good. Uh, snow's the snow's disappearing. It's it's the, the the rain has about washed it all away. So I would be shocked if if the kids are not in school tomorrow. Yeah, I would be shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's going away very rapidly. It was forty six degrees when I got up this morning. So that's a hell of a lot different than say minus eight, which it was a week ago. Uh, 
But talk about things that you learn, or I am talking about things that you learn when, when you're locked in with your grandchildren. I mean, we've had, you know, one, two, or three grandchildren almost every day for the last week. And we have watched every, you know, we've watched Beethoven, we've watched Mary Poppins, we've watched uh, Ice Age. We, you know, there's not a kid's movie we've not watched. But yesterday we tuned into Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Now, we all saw Chitty Chitty Bang Bang growing up. We saw our children watch Chitty Chitty. You know, those of us who are grandparents or have grown children, we saw our, our children watch Chitty Chitty Bang Bang as they were growing up. Well, and now that song will be stuck in my head for the rest of the day. <laughs> uh-huh. But what I did not know uh, is that uh, Chitty Chitty, the credits start rolling. And Chitty Chitty Bang Bang was written by Ian Fleming, the same person who gave us James Bond. And and it was produced and directed by Albert Broccoli, the same person who produced and directed, for instance, Goldfinger mm-hmm. with James Bond. And uh, his daughter, Barbara Broccoli, I think is the owner of the Bond Still franchise. Still continues today, yeah. Yeah, to this day. But, okay, so... You know, I'm watching these credits roll. Well, the female protagonist. All right, you got to remember that in Goldfinger, the female protagonist, you know, the what was the, the hot girl who flew the planes and whatnot, her name was Pussy Galore. Well, in Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, the female protagonist who becomes Dick Van Dyke's character, you know, his girlfriend or whatever. I mean, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang is as G-rated as you can, can possibly be, but uh, she, the her father, the female protagonist's father is named George Scrumptious, and he's a mm-hmm. candy, candy manufacturer. Well, her name is Truly, making her name Truly scrumptious, <laughs> and so <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta love uh, Ian Fleming's you know sort of slide yeah. into humor. One little one little fact <laughs> on James Bond movies in the in the course of all the James Bond movies, James Bond killed 180 villains. Oh wow! And, and slept with 90 women. I mean, the, the takeaways <laughs> takeaways. Some guns take longer to load than others. You know? yeah, yeah. Oh Lord. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that's uh, fun facts that I did not know until the great snow uh, blizzard of uh, Martin Luther King Week 24. Yeah, there, there we go. All right, they're voting in New Hampshire today. Uh, Last I heard, all the polls are showing Trump with a double-digit lead over Haley in second place. Oh, but, you know, at midnight, they had, I forgot, they had one of the the counties that that voted. And, you know, the media just went, Nikki Haley got six votes. You know, it was just just insanity. And, yes. It's called... Dixville Notch, yeah, and they vote. Yeah. They're always the first ones to vote, and there's only six of them left up yeah. there in that like little community. And she got all six of the votes, so I guess we could call it. You know, it, it's it's over. Dixville mm. Notch, only okay. There you go. Uh, clearly, though, uh, Trump's uh, going to be the Republican nominee. Uh, Depends on the crossover. You know, Boston Globe is forty percent of independents up there, and. They've asked for the independence vote, the votes for Nikki Haley. I don't know, you know, the Boston Globe. The sad thing about media, and the good thing about what you guys do, local media, is national media just has no gravitas anymore. In fact, quite the contrary. 
No. Whatever the Times or Boston Globe says, certainly on the editorial piece, no one listens to it. They, we know it's just all going to be left-wing and dribble. There was a time when it mattered, and it just doesn't matter anymore. In fact, it's, it's just a contraindicator. I, I think you're right, Ron. And it, you, yesterday, the uh, you, you weren't here yesterday, but yesterday, Mr. York asked me, you know, one of those when did you quit beating your wife questions, mm-hmm. you know, that the media always <laughs> ask. And uh, is, you know, given that Trump's a liar, racist, homophobe, uh, why can you explain that he's ahead in the polls or something, something like that, Mr. York asked me. And, you know, I just rejected the premise. I said, the, the answer to that is, you know, no. Trump's not a racist, biggest homophobe, or whatever it was Mr. York was throwing in there, or and um, and and I think Ron, that that's when I hypothesized yesterday that you know what the what the uh, at least the Republican uh, or the conservative portion of this country wants to see more than anything is a person who can stand up to the national media to the biased reporting to those when have you quit beating your wife questions to the deep state yeah and can can stand up and and say no i reject the premise and uh and that 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 uh that that sort of leads you back to vivek ramaswamy as vice presidential candidate but um yeah he could be he could be the one i don't know i saw the speech in uh, new hampshire uh, last night, Trump and he, and there's there's a genuine respect there, I think, um, for uh, Ramaswamy, and he's certainly bright, maybe a little bit too aggressive at this stage of his life, but he's he's certainly very bright, and and, and uh, you know, his family's immig- immigrants, and they've done well here, and he's you know he's technically a man of color, whatever whatever that means these days. Um, so um, yeah, there, I, I think he's the future of the party. Although Trump, you know, he's a, he's a tough boss. Uh, he, he goes through people. The vice president's one he can't fire. You know, that's what one thing I did not like about Trump back in the day is the way he fired cabinet members left and right. You know that was just. I, I hope he gets past that because what happens is you have to have a new one in there. So they get nominated. They go through the committee. They, they, it's just like a half million dollar process for them for their attorneys. They go through the committee. They get nominated and they're not in the job for three or four or five months. So you're letting the deep state run these you know bureaucracies during that time. And I, I just think you got to have some steady. I think this time we've had more steady people that he he likes in charge of these, uh, uh, you know, uh, FBI, CIA, wherever, wherever he appoints, you know, Homeland Security. You know, have the right people involved this time, hopefully, rather than firing someone every six or eight months. I don't well, know. Ron, you got that deep state, that, that deep state phobia real bad. But my question is, you know, if Trump's got such a big lead in New Hampshire, New Hampshire is an open primary. Why are they getting robocalls to Democrats telling them don't come and vote? Don't. And, and then the people that support Trump, they always talk about strength. What is strength? What well, strength are no. they talking about? When you talk about strength in an individual, you're talking about wisdom. You talk about having some knowledge. You talk about <clears throat> having form, some humanity. Forming complete being, sentences. Having some courage and justice. And, no one's got, Mr. York, no one's got some kind of temperance, having some kind of temperance, which means having some self-control. Donald Trump has but, none of that. Well, he's so certainly got courage. Stand, well, people don't know what strength is trials. when they talk about leadership. There's not too many people in America would put up with all these trials, these fake trials against himself. He's got courage. I'll tell you that much. He's got intellect. No, he has no he, choice. He has he's, no choice. He's got Wharton. He's a Wharton-educated, uh, Ivy League-educated person. 
So that, you're wrong well, on that count paid, as well. He's made he's made a billion dollars. I don't know if he's made five billion, but he's made a billion dollars. His daddy paid for his education. He didn't have to make any grades. Paid for it. He didn't yeah. have to make any grades at Wharton. He, he might yeah, have they, paid they, the tuition, but he yeah that that's a that's a meritless well, accusation. So, he might have paid the the tuition, but he certainly didn't pay for grades. For grades. That you have to earn that, and and Donald Trump has proved he's a smart individual. Uh, he he does have a <laughs> he, he does have a stubborn streak a in him. I'll grant him that. But the one thing that he had when he was in office, well, too, I do agree with Ron that that when he was first there. And Trump said something this morning that I, I hope was an indicator. He said the first time around, I didn't know anybody in Washington, which was an advantage to some point. But now he does. And I think he, he understands, I hope he understands, that he has a broader pool to choose from. Um, and we don't go through that laundry list of individuals like we did before. But Trump had I, I, he had the, the respect. They might not have liked him. But our allies and our enemies alike knew that when he said he was going to do something, he was going to do it. That was an absolute uh, promise from him. And we don't have that in the Oval Office now. We didn't have it when Obama was there. That theoretical line in the sand that was drawn kept getting erased and moved back. And, and Trump was not like that. If Trump said, you do this and I'm going to do that, they knew that he was true to his word. And that's what I think most people, Americans, want is a leader that is true to his word and then has the self-discipline and courage to stand up yeah. and execute it. I believe that like would be called Clorox. strength. Like shoot up Clorox, yeah. He wanted to shoot well, up Clorox. Uh, you really well, believe that, don't Ron's you? Point, what, what Ron was saying, though, was, I mean, the perpetual turnover and everything revolving around Trump did the country a disservice. It did... It did Trump a disservice, but I mean, how many people did he chew up and spit out? And I mean, he couldn't keep a chief, chief of staff. I mean, the secretary of state turned over. I mean, it was just co- press secretary turnover. Is anybody who gets close to that Trump orbit gets sucked in and then spit out somewhere else? I mean, they just can't stay. And I, until he proves otherwise, I, I mean, I heard a lawyer interview yesterday who left his team um, up there in New York. It, he just... No one stays. And until he proves otherwise, I mean, he's the common denominator here, guys. I mean, he, well, he, he, he had two presidents. He had McElhaney and he had uh, Huckabee, uh, uh, Sarah Huckabee, whatever her name is. Oh, I think he had Spicer and Scaramucci. I mean, Scaramucci yeah, the beginning. Days. I mean, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Well, that's yeah, my point. <laughs> well, I'll Scaramucci made a mistake. Yeah. Well, Nobody was stable long enough to, to any do anything for America other the than good. You know the what? I think the well, deep state is not scared enough. The deep state's not scared enough about losing their jobs to act right. So I like the idea of people who a little bit on their pins and needles about their job that they act right. If you know you get fired. You I agree, Ron. State, Time to break, folks. Time to break. You? Start with the FBI and CIA, Mister. That's your brand. Motor.
Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorsales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hi, this is George Ross with The Way Realty. Please allow me to share a little bit about us. We measure our success by the quality of service you receive. We provide many ways to help you get the most when selling your house, like home staging, landscaping, repairs, professional pictures, and aggressive marketing. Our listings are posted on the MLS, Realtracks.com, Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Your house will most likely be your biggest investment for your family and for your future retirement. Let us help you fulfill the American dream by buying, building, or selling your next home. And most importantly, let this new year be a great year by putting Jesus first in your life. Jesus Christ changes lives. I know because he changed mine. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. 388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Over 10 years ago, the Garbage Man Incorporated teamed up with former County Commissioner Mr. Glenn Hassey and Keep Murray County Beautiful to provide garbage service for the eight boat ramps. The county brought in signs and posts, and we provided the carts and weekly service. The Garbage Man Incorporated is proud to be a part of furnishing a much-needed service to the boaters of Murray County. We live in Murray County, too, and are proud to be good corporate citizens. We encourage you to use and enjoy this convenience and keep the Duck River beautiful. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Attention, Middle Tennessee. Ready to unlock the secret to faster, easier weight loss? Introducing the revolutionary weight loss injection that's changing lives. Now with the Dr. Gill Center. Shedding those extra pounds has never been simpler. It's quick, it's effective, and it's here to help you. Imagine stepping into a slimmer, healthier you. Our experienced team is here to guide you every step of the way, ensuring you achieve your weight loss goal. The Dr. Gill Center is looking for 10 people who have more than 15 pounds to lose in the next 30 days. Call 615-882-4838 today and start your journey to a new you. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. 
The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MemsModernLandscape.com. That's MemsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at caringheartshomehealthcarellc.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shurex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Life gets busy and sometimes slowing down to buy your family quality food can seem impossible. This is Terry Taylor with Taylor Family Farm and we offer local home delivery in addition to our local drop locations to help with that problem. Now you can get your favorite pastured poultry, pork and grass-fed beef delivered right to your door. Visit taylorfamilyfarmtn.com to find out how. We believe in healthy food, healthy people and healthy community at Taylor Family Farm. We be back, 46 degrees and rising. We're coming out of the great storm and freeze of Martin Luther King Week 24. Uh, and it was a doozy. I've got a message here from Sheriff Bucky Rowland, wrote in just a few minutes ago. He says, Our shady areas on secondary roads are extremely slippery and dangerous, and there's a lot of them throughout the county. Please slow down and continue to use primary roads that are clear. The shortest route is not necessarily necessarily the best route. Also, a ton of abandoned vehicles to navigate. On, so, it'll hopefully this rain will come through today and, and get the last of it washed out. But we're at forty six degrees right now, West Seventh Street. But I would concur with that. When I over on Valley Creek, where I'm at, there are still a couple of spots in the shade that if you hit it, you're going to slide right off the curve and into the creek. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they're out there. I, I went through one on my on the side road leading up to my house this morning. Now, hopefully, hopefully today will take care of all that. We are back. I am dude number three, Delk Kennedy. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? Doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. All right, regular special guest dude, native son, favorite son of Columbia, seventy-seven graduate, Columbia Central High School. Ron Hart. Good morning. 
Good morning. And Seth Campbell, who's with us because of the snowstorm. He can't get to his – or well, he, Mount Pleasant High School is closed where he teaches. Good morning, Seth. Hey, good morning, everybody. And Jerry Breidenbaugh, who is chair of the Murray County – no, he's chair of the Murray County Republican Be Party, yeah. and he's a member of the Murray County Commission. There we go. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. Now, Seth, you messaged me yesterday that you wanted to talk about something, and I think you meant to attach something, or maybe I couldn't find the attachment. I saw what I, I think. Was it what you posted on Twitter or made a comment on Twitter about Seth? Uh, yeah, yeah. I just tried to tag y'all on Twitter on that one post, how the um, – the Tennessee Democrats and on Capitol Hill up there are calling for the resignation of the um, education commissioner. Um, and, it, you know, not I don't I don't think it needs to be a partisan issue. I think she's wholly unqualified. Um, the point being um, that she is, you know, that she's literally unqualified, according to the statute. That she needs to be able to be an administrator or a teacher within a building here in Tennessee. And she really couldn't do that. If not for this post, she wouldn't be eligible to be a teacher at Mount Pleasant high school with me. Um, and so she's actually enrolled in a program at UT at Martin. UT Martin. Yeah. 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 And, um, you know, good for her. I'm glad she's trying to better herself. And it, that's, that's really great. But at the same time, I don't know if a person who's enrolled in an accreditation program so they can teach needs to be the head of all teachers and public schools. Um, you she's know, not I, gonna I, I'm not taking that. She's well, not going to flunk the course. No, no, no. It's paid. I'm sure it's paid. <laughs> I, w- I wouldn't bet on that, Mr. York. I would not bet on Department that. Department yeah. of education head and get flunked out at a, at a state university. Huh? How would that read? Yeah. Well, she, she's just not, equipped or prepared in her testimony in front of the, the uh, Senate state senators up there. Oh, yeah. I mean, Republicans were roasting. Job, and I wish the Republicans would jump on board. Job? How'd she get the job? Lobbyist. Lobbyist wanted her? Okay, that's too bad. <clears throat> no, she was a lobbyist in Texas. Oh. She, was a, she was a lobbyist for private schools in Texas, and somehow Governor Lee got, got a hold of her, and, and, you know, she's just... <laughs> I wish some Republicans would jump on board and we could we could do a bipartisan thing here because I don't think she's equipped for the job. I, I think she's embarrassed herself. She's not prepared to to be ahead of all public public schools and public education in the state of Tennessee. And that there's, I mean, there's plenty of Republicans out there that could choose from that are qualified. She's just not one of them. If Hillsdale College, if Hillsdale College referred her. Hey, well, if if Mr. York, I want to get into that with you it, one day. Uh, you, you yeah, that's sound like shot. Hillsdale College is I, you know the work of the devil and the Antichrist. I don't see that at all. I, I would question though the governor how he vets these people um, because I think he messed up on this one. I mean, I, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm just calling it the he, way he I see it. He probably did, but I don't see why Democrats care. I mean, clearly, uh, you know, if it's not this education commissioner, then. Uh, Governor Lee is going to appoint another education commissioner who's going to be pushing the school voucher program. Uh, that's that's not going to go away. And, and so yeah. and de- Democrats have just got to, you know, they've just become, they're irrelevant numerically in Tennessee. And uh, they've just become rabble-rousers that are frankly... Yeah, we want qualified people running departments in this state. Uh, Ms. That's York, the bottom line. I don't Ms. care if Democrats you would not, or Independent. Ms. No, Ms. York. A qualified Ms. York, you and I both know that you would not support 
any commissioner Bill Lee appointed, no matter how well qualified they were on checking the boxes. You may not support them, but at least have a qualified person in the seat. Miss York, well, you, you, and, about, you, you don't care who the commissioner is as long as they're a Democrat. Technical things you get people out they disagree with. Well, you know, and the, the, I had some, you know, I had some heartburn when I saw that they asked for her resignation because I think that actually does more harm than good yeah, in I mean, this case Dem- of actually Dem- making Dem- Democrats change, are doing the, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Seth. Sorry. Sorry. Well, all I was going to say is the previous education commissioner was named Peggy Schwinn. Um, I surely didn't certainly didn't agree with her on everything. She, you know, but she was a teacher and she knew what she was doing, even if we had disagreements. And I never felt she was unqualified for the job, even though we were different in many aspects. She was qualified for the job. It's not hard to find someone who's qualified for the job. Uh, I think this current commissioner, Lizette Reynolds, I believe is her name, not qualified for the job not qualified, can't answer questions from friendly senators, um, can't, she can't relay common educational terms. He needs to find somebody who's able to do that. You know, well, flip flip it around, though. I mean, again, I just don't see the Democratic playbook. And, and this is the same thing Democrats are doing nationally. Uh, what, what they're doing is uh, solidifying uh, the support of conservatives for Republican candidates. Uh, getting them energized to go out to vote, these kind of theatrics, that's what it does. And uh, it's just counterproductive to the Democratic cause. And they, they said statewide, you're, you're basically irrelevant. You're just off in a corner, you know, throwing bombs and making faces and that kind of thing. And, and uh, talking about qualifications of the commissioner. Now, as I understand it, though, I mean, anybody who's is qualified uh, – who's qualified as and has served as an administrator of some type in Murray County Public Schools would be technically qualified to be commissioner. Am I correct? I believe so. You have to be able to teach. Teach in the classroom. Right. Any 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 Murray County or any or in any other county. Anybody who is meets the the checks the boxes and has experience teaching and in and administration. So I, I guess that includes principals, vice principals uh around the state you know take a look at that pool folks clearly at least half of them are not although they're technically qualified to be the commissioner of education at least half of them are just not ready to be commissioner of education the the point is del the point is tennessee's spending all this money trying to improve the level of education across the state and they hire somebody who's not even qualified to be the Department of Education head. What what does that say for the, the state of Tennessee? You, you're spending all this money trying to get classroom and get students learning up, but you're hiring somebody who doesn't have an inkling of an idea of what who, it takes. Who hasn't te- passed the teacher's test? No, she has not. No. I mean, she, she's not qualified. She, can, she cannot test. do what I do. She cannot be a classroom okay, teacher. Okay, I, I get that, but maybe it's not a bad idea. Well, I, 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 <laughs> I don't, Rom, I don't think at not, her level, what she's trying to do, the pass the teacher's test, which y'all say is pretty easy, right? Are y'all joking about how easy it was or not? No, it's not easy. It, it's not it easy? Requires, it requires course study. It requires going through uh, the different requirements for being a teacher and then having student teaching and having some experience. Okay, but a lot so, of people fail it every year. Yeah. Okay. You so know, the, the most, doing that will make her different. 
The most concerning yeah, thing, I, I, the most concerning thing about her, though, Ron, that I've watched from just her interviews, um, that she she got questioned out kind of out in the lobby before she went in and testified before the Senate uh, Education Committee. She likes confidence, and I I can't defend her. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I mean, I'm, it's, I'm with it, Clayton. It, she was a disaster it's, it's in, in just that not, testimony. It's just not good. Yeah, she was yeah, a disaster in that, in that testimony. But yeah. you know, the Democrats and Miss York, Seth. I mean, y- y'all are not going to be satisfied with anybody. Bill Lee. Uh, that's not. Uh, that's, I don't that's agree not with the case, that. Dale. That that's not. The I don't truth. agree with that. I, we want I, I'll be satisfied people. Qualified well, people ought to head the say that. That's a deep state move. I, I don't think that's important to pass the teacher's stop test. Saying this deep state, you don't even know what deep state well, is. Here's what you do, Mister York. Here's what you do. You find somebody you don't like, and you go with their background, like the dirty Democrats always do. Dig us some of their background on uh, some technicality. You try to disqualify them when it's really that's not a technicality. Having qualifications to lead a state department of education, Ron, that's then, not then, a technicality. So, so get, uh, uh, We've never done Ameri- that in this state right, before. One second, Mr. York. One second. Of teachers in America, what, 90, 95% are Democrats, would you say? No, 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 well, I, I, my gut says 85% nationwide are, are Democrats. Your gut's I, 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 I take the over and under on that, I bet either way. I, so, but, so you're going to have a pool narrow, almost all Democrats that you choose oh. from, if they have why, to be technically a teacher. Why do you say that? It isn't a partisan thing? Not, no, not for me. It's not, I, it's not partisan I, at all. Versus public school stuff. Not partisan. Well, Ron, during during a break, I'm going to send you. Um, I'm going to well, send you some information a dope on her. Get her out of there. I I I, I, I don't want to be. She yeah, she's a dope. Get her out of there. If Clayton thinks she's, she's out, pretty much that's, a dope. That's good no. enough for me. She's I mean, out. I mean, well, I mean and, they, and they, let, let me jump in real quick before yeah, we go Jerry, into the break. I wanted to make one comment because this really comes down to counties as well uh, I, I just read this story I'm, I'm hearing about it but um, if she's not qualified under the statute that's black letter law maybe we need to look at changing the law about what is and is not qualified uh, <laughs> the last couple of times we have hired a school director here in Murray County the conversation has always been around do we want a teacher or do we want an administrator do we want a teacher that's used to teaching children or do we need somebody that can manage a a $100 million budget. And that's two different sets of skills. And just because... It's just Jerry? because, well, that may be, but just because somebody is a teacher doesn't necessarily give them the administrative skills to manage True. a state department. And we need that to look at what the qualifications are. Jerry. That uh, goes for every profession. It everybody does. Everybody who's good technically, and I used to do training, everybody who's good technically is not good to be a manager. That's, right. that's Ob- bottom Obama, line. Uh, Obama never served in the military, but he was commander in chief, Mr. York. Man, Obama. That's a different. That's a different. Oh, that's deal. different. Okay, that's I got different. you. Uh, I got well, you. I, you, I, you can't, I, you like can't I say one thing is different and another Trump one is never not. Never served either. Yeah, flat feet. No. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, have every, everybody, <laughs> everybody who's passed the bar and has become a lawyer is qualified to be a judge. Technically, how many of them should be a judge? Maybe fifteen percent of them have the temperament, the skills to get the job done. I'd say that's a even, fairly liberal. Yeah, even statement. they're all qualified. Anybody who's passed the bar is qualified. So, you know, it's a 
That, what, that's what? the secondary thing, no Dell. First, you need to be qualified. Then they need to look at your attributes. Well, what's got everybody? If, if that doesn't fit what, the scenario. What's got everybody then you're not hired? What's got everybody upset about education right now is the debate about vouchers. And you know, Clayton and I have already come out saying, you know, we haven't seen all the details yet. But it's going to take some real hard convincing to make us in favor of vouchers. That's a useful debate to have, but not about whether or not, you know, the commissioner of education is technically qualified to serve. Uh, I, I think it's crazy. I think y'all are crazy to ask teachers to pass tests, teachers to be highly qualified, and then you don't ask that from all the teachers' bosses. I think that's crazy. To yeah, and ask, ask that students of- to pass every test also. All right, so. Well, man. Oh, Seth, let's revisit that on the other side. I want to understand what you're saying. Have a good day, everybody. I got to skate. See you, Jerry. See you, Jerry. This is Barry Duke, and you're listening to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Alert, alert! Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram has a huge announcement. We're expanding our service center to get you in and out quicker than ever. That's right, five new service bays to get your vehicle back on the road. Don't drive a Chrysler Dodge Jeep or Ram. It doesn't matter. Our certified technicians are trained to work on all makes or models. More service, less time. Only at Columbia Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram. Family owned and operated. You can count on us. Hi, this is Terry Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. Here is what some of our customers are saying about us. Great people. The place to shop for fair prices and great craftsmanship. Beautiful vintage and custom jewelry. Thank you, Beth. That is our goal. Stop by and see for yourself. Make sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Tillis Jewelry, downtown Columbia. Owned and operated by Rick, custom designer and Terry registered gemologist. Assuring you the best jewelry value and expert services. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays from now until christmas pillar plumbing heating cooling and electrical is giving you a 500 visa gift card when you buy select new hvac systems or receive a 250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and upgrade now with monthly payments as low as 79 dollars. visit happyhiller.com happy you'll be or the service is free call the happy face truck today This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. 
Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hey, this is Jonathan Castile, a.k.a. John Boy, with John Boy's Handyman Service. One call and we'll handle it all. Truly means we'll handle it all. From pressure washing your house to doing remodeling, we're licensed, insured, and bonded. So rest assured, John Boy will handle it all. You can contact me at 931-242-7620 or my email, castilejonathan10 at gmail.com. Debbie Matthews Realtor and her husband Jason, who is a pro songwriter, also own a music publishing company. They live in historic downtown Columbia with their dogs. Dog rescue work is their passion project. They consider Middle Tennessee their backyard and their lives are full of all things Tennessee. Debbie says there is no greater honor than to help someone find a home. To be trusted with that job, there is no greater privilege. Call Debbie at the Nashville Realty Group, 615-476-3224, 615-476-3224. If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. Come senators, congressmen, please heed the call. Don't stand in the doorway, don't block up the hall. For he that gets hurt will be the one who has stalled. There's a battle outside and it's raging. It'll soon shake your windows 
and rattle your walls for the times they are a-changing. All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. My name's Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. <clears throat> dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody out there. And Seth Campbell, who's joining us at least one more day because Murray County Schools are out and he's a school teacher. Good morning, Seth. Hey, good morning, everybody. And Ron Hart, native son, favorite son of Columbia, 1977 graduate, Columbia Central High School. Good morning. Good morning. And look it up. Uh, 87% are Democrats, teachers across the country. 87%. Nationwide. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure not not in Murray County. I'd say it's probably 50-50. Seth, what does your gut say? Yeah, I'd say 50-50, and it it might be, you know, Republicans might even have a majority, to be honest with you. Most everybody I work with is a Republican. You know, I think at the more rural schools, you're still working with, you know, a lot of Republicans. Most everybody I work with votes Republican, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just how it is. Yeah. Yeah. Nationwide, 87%. You're talking about cities like New York, Chicago, L.A., Washington D.C. You're talking about 99. percent So I mean, that's, those are big numbers that skew the overall number. All right, Seth, you were trying. You were making a point as we on the other on the flip side, and, and I didn't quite understand it. Um, so tell me again what your thought was. Uh, so I think it's important, you know, to approach this. It's not a partisan issue for me. It's finding. And, you know, that's why I wasn't necessarily giddy when I saw that the Tennessee Democrats called for her resignation, because I think that makes it even more of a long shot to happen. I think you're talking about the Tennessee Commissioner of Education. Yes, sir. Yeah. But I think what's better for for the students in public education, what's better for public education and what's better for, you know, everybody revolving around the education system going forward is having somebody who is experienced in education, whether it be a Democrat or Republican. Um, I think when we pick up a lobbyist from Texas who can't really form a sentence, I don't think that does anybody any good. I mean, it's not even going to do the governor any good at getting vouchers passed when you have someone who can't articulate why vouchers I, would benefit. I, I agree. Yeah, we, I agree with what you're saying, I, Seth. I, just, a, I think it's just a disaster on the governor's part. And I think it's also a disaster to ask for these vouchers during an election year. For, for these state reps that are having to run uh, in, in November. I mean, I think I think if you could sit down with, with these Republicans candidly and say, hey, what do you think about this? They'd probably say this is a disaster, in, in my opinion. Yeah. That's, just, that's just my opinion. Well, Clayton, I, you know, and I think that that's sort of why I think the commissioner and her qualifications are sort of a tempest in a teapot because, you know, what's got everybody on both sides hot and bothered right now is this you know, initiative by Governor Lee to try to have vouchers passed in Tennessee this year. And, uh, you know, uh, Clayton and I, of course, we, we have not seen the details. And, uh, you know, I, I think one of the things perhaps Clayton and I have learned is to, that uh, it's important to see the details first, you know. Correct. Uh, but it's going to be, a no matter what the details are, at least for me and Clayton, I think for you too, vouchers are going to be a, a hard sell. Correct. A very hard sell. Yes. Uh, but that seems to be, you know, that's this this thing about the commissioner to me seems to be sort of just a, a, a flanking attack on vouchers. And uh, instead of that, let's just go on and have the main debate. Let, you know, they, 
A debate about vouchers is is a good debate, uh, and and one. Yeah, I, I, I just I don't think it's about vouchers. I think no. you boil it down to something. So one aspect. I mean, we are tested. You know, we just got our letter grades for different schools around here a couple of weeks ago in Murray County. I mean, this is the lady in charge of that. Um, you know, and how can we have any confidence? And how teachers and schools are being graded when the um, w- when the head of the whole education system is is a putz. It can't form a sentence in front of a hearing. I mean, okay. I, I just right. it's not about vouchers. I think we all agree on this. Seth, I, I, I think I see where you're going. Uh, OK, yeah, I uh, think we all agree. I, Here's the bottom line. We, yeah. If you get heart surgery, you don't want a second year medical student. Well, that, if you're getting heart surgery, you sure don't want a second year medical student. Well, I, third year. Obamacare, third year. You want someone with some valid experience across the board. I, I, when I, I'm, I can attest to that. When I had my surgery, it was one of the top surgeons in the nation. Yeah, and I've known several people who have expired, had the same surgery I had, but they didn't have the top surgeon. Well, Republican. Yeah, I, I, I hear what Seth's saying here. Well, and, and I just got a text from somebody I respect quite, quite a bit. And Thank I would you. say, I would say, ahead, I would say he aligns uh, with you and me, uh, Delk, when it comes to politics. But he, I mean, he says, I mean, state, state law lays out the qualifications for that job. And it is what it is. It's black and white to me. And if she's not qualified, she's not qualified. And, well, and, and based on her home through a credential program through UT Martin, which, you know, is, is something you do if you're desperate to get a teacher certified in an area. But it's not something we should be doing for our um, the head of education in the state. I just don't, you know, we just put so much there's so much riding on, you know, growth scores and performance of schools and all of that. And then we, I look up at the Capitol Hill and this isn't a partisan attack for me. I look up at Capitol Hill and I have somebody who can't form a sentence when asked softball questions by Republican senators. And I like, I'm like, I, I wonder to myself, I'm like, is this the person that we're all looking to for direction in education and schools? I mean, there's someone better out there. There's some conservative out there that's better. Um, they, I, I wish, I wish the Tennessee Democrats didn't necessarily do that because now I think that Bill Lee will hunker down and he's going to ride with her no matter what, when the right thing to do would be find a qualified person that could lead the education system. Seth, I'm, I'm hearing you Tennessee, here. We spent all this money and then we dumb it down with leadership. I'm, I'm yeah, I, th- I think Bill Lee's, uh, he, he is messed up on this one and I don't, I don't, I don't know how he's going to get out of it. Uh, I really don't. Okay, let's real quick. Well, you time you can have some kahunas and get rid of her and hire somebody who's qualified. That's how you get out of it when, you got, when you're got when you a leader. Well, that would be him. You take responsibility <clears throat> and Mr. do what you need to do. Mr. Ork, you know, though, <clears throat> that, that would be him having to admit that he made it a mistake. And Well, po- it's okay to make po- a mistake and admit Politicians today don't manly. typically do that. So. Admitting a mistake is a leader. I agree. I'd be curious what Scott Sapicki says on it as the chairman of the education committee. Um, I think that uh, that his I I would be interested to hear his take on it. Yeah, I'm sure we will after a while, too. Uh, Time we got left. Now, Ron, we had an encore performance for you last week. We talked about your column. We've already talked about your column this week, uh, which was out when you came, uh, came back with us last Thursday. It calls Trump. It's headline Trump wins Iowa, 
owl with one hand tied behind his back and then one of your we've already talked about it one of your funniest columns ever uh talking about what's going on with Iowa and New Hampshire and, and whatever. Uh, but, Seth, you've got a new column out today, and I'm not privy to a copy of it, or it will come out tomorrow in Main Street, Murray. What did you write about this week? Well, with uh, Nikki Haley, you know, she fell into a couple um, different comments where she said what she said slavery wasn't a contributing factor to the Civil War, wasn't a major factor to the Civil War, and then she said racism, you know, isn't a um, – this country has never been a racist country. So I just, I, I didn't really hit her hard. I just went down the, um, the historical track with it and kind of what happened post-Civil War that, um, you know, with the Confederacy post-Civil War and what happened in this country to, to kind of kind of shine a brighter light on the Confederacy. So it's more historical the than Democrats, it is political. The Democrats. She was, well, she, they were Democrats. You you are correct, Ron. They were Democrats, but there was a, there was a, party switch in the civil rights movement too um but uh, yeah it's called the lost cause you know so the, the republicans the back the civil rights movement yeah the republicans voted for the civil rights movement in the 60s so when was the switch in the 60s say that again yeah. the republicans were the main votes for the civil rights uh, legislation yeah kennedy had to bring along the southern democrats is what he had the problem with uh who all switched to be republicans, so, like republicans strong, almost strong thurman board so well, this, like the switch a, a Tuesday in 1973 or something. The, the switch happened. The, well, the no, switch happened. Now, the, it was really about a 60 or 70 in year. In the 60s. Well, it wasn't even in the 60s. I mean, it, it started when Teddy Roosevelt. I mean, at the turn of the last century, the the Republicans were the progressives. They were by they were the ones who were pushing for all sorts of social reforms, that kind of thing. And when Teddy Roosevelt uh, left the party and ran as an independent, I believe that was in 08, as a, forming the Bull Moose Party. Bull Moose. Yeah. yeah. At that point, the progressives left the Republican Party and never came back. One of the things Daddy used to tell me that still astounds me is that uh, uh, right after the Second World War, as he was getting out of the Army and coming of age, the Republicans in Murray County were black. I mean, the blacks in Republic, Murray County were Republican. They and He said he used to go over to their meetings. They were all Republican. They decided they'd have a meeting, decide who they, what Republican they wanted to support, you know. Uh, so it, it, that all took place over time. We'll, we'll talk about it tomorrow. The Thanks, elected everybody. officials. Yeah, we're black. Yeah. Uh, watch this Emmett Bass special uh, that Taylor shared. If you get a chance, Emmett Bass is a good show.